0: This is Dawn Janice and Wendy Lee Baldwin Hargett. And we are here again for Light Weaving's podcast. We took a few weeks break, um, summer break, let's call it. And um, we are back and we're back with a really great topic today. Hi, Wendy.
1: Hi, Dawn, I'm so excited to see you again. Yes, it was a a much needed break for both of us, but we're back and ready to play.
0: Awesome, yes. So Light Weaving's podcast, if you recall, It's about where um, we ask that question, what has dimmed your light and are you ready to do something about it? We talk about subjects that for some might be uncomfortable, maybe they're hitting a nerve because it's maybe a shadow side of them or other reasons, but this is where the breakthrough happens and we would like to work on something with that today. Wendy and I want to talk about the fact that, here's here's a quote for you, life is short, right? Have a good time. Uh, because life really is, and we never know when we're going to leave this earth, when we're going to leave these bodies. Um, there's been a lot of that happening around us, both of us, and we just thought, we felt the need to talk about that. And maybe somebody out there, maybe you needed to hear this today. So your your son-in-law had a near miss recently, didn't he?
1: He did, last Tuesday. Just after four o'clock in the morning, driving to work, of course, it's dark. Um, he swerved to miss a deer, ended up rolling his car three times. Mm. And uh, needless to say, totaled the car. And it was a real mess. You know, he called me. It was about quarter after four asking for help. And I, I drove there to go get him, of course. And he's a walking miracle. When I saw the car and I saw the crash site, uh, it, it's something that, you know, makes you sick to your stomach. And, uh, you know, especially when all the, the, what ifs, what could as you know, start going through, fortunately, he did not hit his head that in itself is an absolute miracle, but he did get some, some soft tissue damage. The tow truck driver couldn't believe he walked away. He did end up going to the ER just to be checked out. They couldn't believe that he walked away. And it was, it's been really sobering. It's like so many things have just happened, you know, with different people that I know and love. and that's why you know we thought this might be such a good topic and i know this is a topic that has hit you very deeply yeah. uh so yeah, we're in deep gratitude that he is okay
0: yes, yes. i know that's uh, and that is the key is like gratitude like grateful for another moment uh mm-hmm. another moment to be present on this earth with those that we love yeah And even in times like that is when we have a glimpse of reality and we realize that all the little petty things, or even the big annoying things in our world, and some of them are more than annoying, they're dangerous, like what's happening across the ocean, for example. Um, It all kind of just kind of narrows down back into our true reality of what we're living in the moment. And uh, we realize that that's what matters. It's not the what ifs or the what I should have or what could be, but it's the like what is what is real now, right? you know, what is present? what is reality? And our reality is only this moment that we're living right now,
1: right, yeah, yeah. like I say that you know, the past is the past, and we haven't you know reached the future yet. And we get so caught up in, like you say, you know, the, the, the pettiness of life, we get so caught up, we get so, we hang on to the, the pains of our past and we let it define us today and to rob us of our joy. You know, my son-in-law was just one example of um, a, a near miss. There's somebody that I know, a very dear, dear person that is in my family, her only child passed away this this weekend, you know, died of cancer. He's in his 40s. And thankfully, you know, she was able to be with him, you know, towards the end. But it's like these these things we shouldn't have to have, or it's it's unfortunate, I'll say that it's unfortunate that sometimes it takes a big trauma or a near miss for us to say, Oh my goodness, what is really important right now? Is the argument that's still replaying in my head with Uncle Joe from 20 years ago still important? No, it's not. Yeah, you might need to go in and do some healing, which, you know, that's a really great opportunity to to do so so that you can let it go and to move on and to be in the present. You know, another person that's very, very dear, dear to me um, is facing cancer as well. Um, I had a a very terrifying car accident just over a year ago. And I had some breaths where I literally didn't know if I was going to make it or not. And I kept saying, I want to live, I want to live, I want to live, I want to live. You know, another dear friend shot in a horrific accident. And so it's like each time, you know, we get to really take stock. And hopefully nobody in our listening field has had those kind of wake up calls. And maybe they can live vicariously through us of like, hey, you know, this could happen to me let's take stock right now. What? you know
0: there's there's so many times where i've recently recognized that something that felt like it was getting in the way of me moving forward and getting to my destination or whatever it is has like somebody in the car all of a sudden needed to get a bottle of water and i had to stop my momentum on the on the interstate. And pull over to a truck stop, and so they can get a bottle of water because they didn't bring it with them. and then to get back on the road twenty minutes later and find that there was bumper to bumper traffic going down this interstate because there was an accident ahead mm-hmm. that might have been me mm-hmm. if I wouldn't have had to pull over to get that bottle of water. Yeah. And so the gratitude in realizing that, as well as the gratitude, um, of realizing as we're living in the moment that, you know, your son-in-law is alive and he's okay, you know, Mm -hmm. um, or that, you know, your friend has the opportunity to fight this stage one cancer and survive it, that it's not too late Mm -hmm. to find things early enough. Yeah. You know, um, and I recently found out that, um, there's something pressing on my, on my spinal cord mm-hmm. and I have to go get an MRI. And now mm-hmm. <laughs> my recent experience, the, my only experience with, um, somebody I was close to getting an MRI and ended up being my son, Josh, who passed away from glioblastoma brain tumor on his brain stem. And so instant fear sort of hit when I thought about going in that tube and what are they going to find? Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's not going to do me any good to be afraid, not not one bit of good, but to be grateful that I was wise enough to go in and go, okay, my arms are going numb and they have been for a while. There's something wrong and uh, found out that there is a compression on my spinal cord and on my the back of my neck
1: mm-hmm.
0: of some kind and they don't know what it is or how it's going to get fixed, but you just move forward a step at a time and you live in the moment. Yeah.
1: Well, exactly. Yeah. And I discovered a mole this weekend that put me in that fear state, you know, to be honest, and um, it was fearful enough, I I called the dermatologist, and I'll be getting in the end of August. And and that fear, you know, I, I think that's a really good topic to kind of expand more on. Because when something does happen like that, it's natural and normal to go into a fear state because it's our body's self-defense mechanism. And what trips us up is when we stay in that fear state. And I know it. Uh, that's not to make light of any situation. You know, there's uh, people have shared with me some very scary experiences, and, and it's normal. People need to understand it's normal to be fearful. As long as you don't stay there. Mm-hmm. And what I have found that really helps is to acknowledge the fear. You know, like, for example, on, on, uh, when I discovered this mole, um, and I acknowledged the fear and I just kept saying, it's okay that I feel this way right now. It's okay. This too shall pass. And then, you know, you get to ask yourself, well, how, what do you need right now to feel empowered to help to shift you out of. That fear state. And I learned a really priceless um, wording from one of my coaches, Arena. I'm waiting for confirmation that all is well. And mm. so when you can give yourself permission to shift from that state of being in the fear state to I'm waiting for confirmation that all is well. I love Just that. Notice how that shifts your body. Because yeah. when your body is in a fear state, it's, you know, it sends off all kinds of bells and whistles and defense mechanisms in in the, the finer workings of your, your immune system and everything else. But when you shift into I'm waiting for confirmation that everything is okay, then you can be more in of a pay, pay, uh, state of peace, excuse me. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I love that. All Just waiting for the confirmation that yeah. all is well. And then then all of a sudden we are paying attention. We're paying attention For that signal for that message which is really key to be paying attention you know puts us in a high alert but both spiritually and physically
1: yeah it it really does and you know and sometimes uh things like this happen to us for they don't happen to us they happen for us us. and because when they say it happens to us that puts us in the victim mentality yeah. When they say it happens for us, it puts us in an opportunity for growth. Yeah. And I'll, I can't remember if I shared this before. Uh, and if I have, I'm sorry for anybody that is hearing this again, but I'll go refer back to the accident I was in a year ago, February, and I was so angry for a year. I was angry at God, source, universe. And I listened to this podcast. Um, it was Michael Sandler. And he talked about how bad things happen to good people. And he had this incredible perspective that sometimes these perceived bad things that happen to us are actually an opportunity for growth. And when you look at that as an opportunity for growth, wow, does that change your perspective?
0: Opportunity for growth slash an opportunity to receive.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> to receive love, to receive support, you know, to receive whatever it is that was missing. You know, there's so much science behind uh showing the connection between the body-mind connection, you know, whenever we could have dis-ease in our body oftentimes it's because we're we're shutting down something. We're shutting down who we really are. Mm-hmm. We're shutting down taking care of ourselves and putting other people first. And we're shutting down all kinds of love, you know, from ourselves and from any other source. Yeah. So.
0: Yes. And so
1: uh,
0: being a channel to let it, like you were saying, just to let fear run its course and then back out, through your mm-hmm. body instead mm-hmm. of it getting stuck in you and staying to block anything that we would be willing to receive mm-hmm. right that is why we don't stop the flow and we let things run its course through us like you're saying that fear is okay it is mm-hmm. it is okay and I wasn't fearful when the doctor was doing the testing on me and everything I'm like I, I think I'm just you know I can do anything and I think I'm you know the bionic woman I guess but um So I was just like, you know, I thought she was just going to give me a cortisone shot in my neck and just get it fixed because that's what somebody else told me what would would happen. Instead, that wasn't the case. And I was fine until I saw the look on her face of concern. Mm. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, am I supposed to be afraid? Mm. So then I was triggered to be afraid because of her, the look on her face of concern but yet i know better i know my body i know that i'm probably it's probably just you know one of my vertebrae is you know just needs to be adjusted in some way whether that's surgery or not i'd rather not have surgery but whatever it's going to be mm-hmm. um because i've i've been told that before by chiropractors is that you know some of my those upper parts of my spine are moving forward a little bit and i think a lot of it is being on computer all the time and just sort of posture mm-hmm. but um We'll see. I mean, we'll get the MRI and we'll find out. So just one Mm -hmm. step at a time. Right. And then, so I'm just now letting that flow through me and letting that go and realizing, understanding what happened and why I felt fear is helpful.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's helpful to kind of dig down into yourself and go, what is this feeling and where did it come from? Yeah. And you know, journaling helps with that. Meditation helps with that. Talking to a coach helps with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helps us release something that might get stuck otherwise, like fear. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You brought up a really important point of taking on the, the fear of your practitioner. Mm-hmm. You know, doctors are amazing. We would be lost without doctors and medical professional they are known for their statistics, though, you know, the, the very left brain of this, you know, you, like putting you in a little box. Yeah. And it's really important to stay out of your practitioner's fear or their belief systems. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. so important to stay out of their belief systems.
0: And, and we could say that really the medical industry has limiting beliefs. I mean, it's just, yeah. they only know so much, obviously we all know that, you know, people die all the time in their care. So yeah. there's just limiting. And then you're right. let lots, lots of times I feel like, you know, this is risky to say this, but you know, cancer can grow because of the fear that we're taking out of somebody else's belief system.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. So.
0: The reality of it is though too is that none of us get to stay in the body on this earth. We are all going to leave at one time or another uh when our soul is ready for that to happen. That's what I believe. Yeah. And even though our ego or our earthly self fights it and is fearful of it, our soul is ready when we leave. I believe that. Yeah. For whatever reason. And um So it's while we're here, is what we're talking about today, while we are here, what are we to do with this precious gift of the time that we have here uh, among our tribe of humans, whoever we choose to be in that tribe, and uh, with this body and this mind that we are so gifted with, what do we do with it? Well, I say, and I know you do too, Wendy, is that we be be that person that we, if there's a phrase that you want, you would love to have written on your tombstone, if you have one, what would that be? Like, who were you being? Mm-hmm. And the the word that I think of, because I was asked that question before, is that Don Janice was kind, mm-hmm. period. That's good enough for me. And sometimes it's not easy to be kind. (laughs) So there's a reminder, you know, um, honestly, sometimes people piss me off. I'm just going to be real here. (laughs) Yeah. And it's happened recently, but kindness to me is one of the ultimate ways of being. And it doesn't matter how successful I am financially in this life or, um, how much respect I've gained in business, or whatever, whatever that looks like, or what my house looked like, or what clothes I wore. In the end, it's who was I being?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like my son Josh, for example. You know, he's only thirty three, and he hadn't established any wealth for sure. But what people remember about him is that that he was calm and kind and gentle and non judgmental. Mm, wow and I'm just grateful for that for him and he's a great example for me
1: A beautiful legacy
0: yeah he has a beautiful legacy yeah and I'm proud of him yeah yeah so that's that's you know I think that's the goal right we think we have to have all these ego goals like (laughs) making a certain number of And money every year. And I mean, I'm, I'm to blame as well. I've got lofty, lofty, like ego goals.
1: (laughs) Same, same. And that's okay. You know, that's part of being a human. Like you say, you know, it's the, it's the inside stuff. Who do you want to be? Mm -hmm. Because you can have, you can achieve all those lofty financial goals. And it's, who are you inside? Do you want to be that kind of person? I know that, you know, you achieve these lofty financial goals. You are going to be that kind of person. You know, they say that money just amplifies who you are already. So yeah, you go girl. That's
0: beautiful. I, it's a beautiful thing to say. You know, that's uh, a beautiful way to think. And to remember that money just amplifies who you are.
1: So who are you? Mm, right. That's such a great question. Yes. <laughs> and we all get to ask that question. I mean, I asked that question in my book, but who am I, <laughs> you know, because we, you know, a lot of us go through, and we have any kind of a spiritual awakening we start to question who are we or who am I, what is important to me? How do I want my life to look? How do I want to be? Mm. And these I- experiences with those that are in our circle of influence get to remind us, of answering those questions. Who do I want to be? How do I want to be today? Mm -hmm. What do I want to project out into this earth? And even, even taking that
0: a step further, Wendy, because what is the feeling that I want today at the end of the day? How do I want to feel about my day? And then just start working that backwards. It's like, I want to feel calm and confident At the end of the day, well, to be that person at the end of my day, if I'm starting in the morning, who do I have to be to feel like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, calm and confident. Well, I'm going to make sure bills are paid, so I don't have to toss and turn over that. (laughs) I'm going to make sure that I do um, things on my task list. So I feel calm about that and confident knowing that I did that check, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So who are we being? And every time we wake up, we get another chance to be. Yeah. We get another, we get to do over every day.
1: Yeah. Aren't we lucky? Aren't we fortunate? Blessed. Blessed. Exactly. Beautiful word. Yes. Yeah. Definitely.
0: So I guess that's going to be what I'm going to be working on this week since this is the topic that we were given today Mm -hmm. is uh, who am I being? And then to think about that every morning, how do I want to feel at the end of the day so that I'm being that kind person that's written on my future tombstone or wherever my urn, whatever it's going (laughs) to be. How do I project that out so that the world feels that of me?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because what you're giving the world, you're giving to yourself first.
0: Mm. Oh, there's a topic for us. The kindness towards ourself. Yeah. So we start with ourself, don't we? Yeah,
1: we do. Yes. You know, these are really deep subjects. And sometimes, you know, people need help to get to the point that they can be who that they want to be and that's something that both you and I help people with you know we call it unloading the crap sack letting go of their shit you know <laughs> we've both let go of so much crap you know <laughs>
0: sometimes
1: it doesn't seem like that that well just never gets emptied you know? yeah since we're,
0: uh, since we're using those two words crap and shit um I'm, our good friend Tracy you know calls that the eagle voice in our head that just won't leave us alone that Michael Singer talks about in his book is but she calls him the shit talker yeah.
1: you know
0: and it's like okay okay shh yeah <laughs> well you be quiet and go sit over there in the corner and just watch it's gonna be fine you know um <laughs> Yes, we—that is what we do. We both do. And for all of you out there listening, um, if you're looking for accountability and support in the right system to get that peace of mind and become uh, what you intend to be, that's what we're here for. In fact, the tagline for my business is "Because you have more to be." <laughs> mm. It used to be "Because you have more to do," Wendy, and I realized that the doing isn't the isn't the isn't the end result it's the being right yeah right.
1: yes exactly. it's, the, it's the clearing out that is the doing and then you get to the being the clearing out yes yeah
0: yeah so in fact we start with clearing the clutter It's what we start with
1: yeah yep
0: make yeah, some room for some new stuff
1: yep that's <laughs> right <laughs> physically and emotionally spiritually yes and sometimes
0: it's about you know, who's, who's the people, who are the people in your life? And are they, are they ready to accept who you're being? Yeah. And if they're not ready to accept who you're being, then give them the time and space to do that. Yeah. They will eventually. And maybe after we're gone, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And you know, maybe they will, maybe they won't, but that's not our problem. Mm -mm. That's not our worry. You know, we get to love them, and yeah, you know, we get to be really selective about who we let into our inner circle, and keep that space very sacred.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Wendy. This has just been, I think, a topic that just is necessary to talk about every once in a while so to remind us all that uh, you know we're not we're not here for a very long time. We're really just yeah. not. And that's a reality check that just usually happens when we do lose somebody and then it sort of fades away. And all of a sudden we're back in the doing, doing, doing all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's important. It's important to talk about this and to realize it and to be grateful for every yeah. moment, every day.
1: Yeah. For every breath. Cause that's all we have is our next breath or the one we're taking right now, you know, we don't know if we're going to have our next breath. So thank you for being willing to talk about this, you know, talking about death and, and, and near misses and everything. It's not an easy conversation because it's easier to pretend like that stuff doesn't happen, but it's, a, it, it does. And um, so thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, you know, part of this conversation. It's always such a, an honor to be here.
0: Yeah. It, well, it's an honor to have you and to be with you too. And, um, we did this together. So, yeah. and thank all of you out there for listening and for watching on YouTube. Um, remember that this is Weavings podcast. Please share it with somebody that you think may need to listen to this episode or any others and do make comments. And if you disagree with somebody, don't be afraid to tell us. We'll have a conversation about it if you're willing. And, um, just remember that, That's the question that we ask here is what has dimmed your light? And are you ready to do something about it? We will talk to you very soon again. Bye, Wendy.
1: Bye. Thank you, Dawn. Bye-bye, everyone. Take care.